welcome to today at the G1 Climax 33. My name is James Troopney. Excuse me, I'm having a coffee. Hope you're having a lovely day. And today we are talking about your G1 Climax there. Turn that volume down a little bit so I don't spike as much. Um, <clears throat> what can I say? We are two nights. I'm, I know I did say I was going to do it yesterday, but I couldn't. I just couldn't. I just didn't have the time. I ended up running a bunch of errands. So you're going to get a two for today. So we're going to talk about night seven and night eight. Um, we're at Currican Hall. And oh lordy, are they rabid for these shows. These shows are like just on another level for intensity. Uh, in fact, they cut some matches way short <laughs> to make them flow better. So there's a lot, it's just, it's all killer, no thriller. Um, so the first show, uh, 1,471 in attendance. I hope that's packed. That's absolutely rammed. Will Ostray defeat a great account, 11 minutes and 20 seconds. In a pretty good match, great account showing an awful lot of effort. They do kind of like tend to go out to each other a lot in um, United Empire matches, so this was a fun watch. Um, shame I kind of win. There we go, kind of everything I suppose. Um, but yeah, no, kind of ex what I expected it to be. What wasn't what I expected it to be was Gabe Kidd versus Show to Rumino. Gabe Kidd um, has a major chip on his shoulder. He can't win all of them. He already beat Renarita. So I suppose, you know, he's kind of they're trying to give him a balance point where, you know, he's like he's winning matches but he can't win everybody because he's you know, the the guys that they want to win have got to go up the card, so not that they don't want him to go up the card, but yeah, it's just it's tricky to say the least. As far as the book, the book, the booking himself into a corner with this tournament a lot of the time. But Shiotrumino and Gabe Kid, Shiotrumino allowed to be a proper babyface was a major advantage for him. So he's shone in this because Gabe Kid's a proper heel. Uh, so that was worthwhile. That being said, that Shota kind of loses out because he's massively unpopular when he's against another babyface. But when he's against a babyface, he's massively over. So maybe they need to kind of like clean up their booking when it comes to that. Obviously, it's in the tournament doesn't really matter, but when they come out of this, because Shota has kind of been halfway to heal a lot of the time, I don't think it's done in as much good if they've kept him away from Moxley and Blackpool Combat Club. It's a bit tricky to say, but that's kind of the thing I take away from it. All right then, moving on. Um... Kenta and Tai Chi had a bit of a comedy match. It didn't take very long, two minutes and 11 seconds. This was a Kenta jump run from behind job for a kind of uh, take out Tai Chi, which is fine. <laughs> Kenta's not had, uh, well, Kenta's had a great match with Will Ospreay, but he's not had a great match with anyone else in this tournament yet. And I kind of think this was kind of like, that's the way Kate Kenta goes at the moment. That's his bad guy character, he's taking it easy, and that's fine. Uh, a bit of a shame for Taichi, who kind of needs a bit more stuff to go on. But we'll see what happens. Yota Suji defeated Chase Owens, 1 minutes and 42 seconds. This was not bad at all. Um, Chase really pushed Suji around for a lot of this match. Um, and Suji was counterpunching a lot of the way through this match as well, which was really interesting. But it puts you out of Suji on three points, you're still behind Chase Owens, got two wins. So there you go, what can you do? It's, it's like, he's the rising star of this block. No, actually he's not. He's on three, Shiro Trumino's on four, Game Kid's on two. So there you go. 
Uh, we're back on block A though. Ren Narita lost to Hikaleu, which I didn't think would happen, but that was a really good match. I, I, it really surprised me the outcome of that match. But I'm guessing they're not just like keeping it to the homebodies. They're trying to spread around the love a little bit, which can only be, you know, good for the whole promotion. It does mean that, you know, uh, A block is currently topped by, well, Chase Owens is still in with a shout halfway through this tournament, but there you go. Um, uh, but it was it was fun to watch. That was that was a, a fun match, um, and you know it kind of gives Suji some impetus because he needs something to get going through this tournament. Al Fantasma gets his first win of this year's tournament. He beat Tangelo in 12 minutes and 14 seconds. There's two reconciling friends, formerly both formerly of Bullet Club, have kind of fallen back in step with one another. And they had a fun match between the two of them. They really enjoyed it. They had a lot of fun with it. But they did some serious business, and Phantasma looked really good in this match, which was Tangloa's job in this match, was to get Phantasma over as a bit more of a credible threat after he's had a bit of a bad run in his tournament so far. And that was really what they did, and that was great. It was a good job. Talked about Hikaleo and Nenri. I got that in the wrong order. I do apologize. The semi-final for the B-block, or the final match for the B-block in the semi-final of the event, was Kizuchi Ricardo versus Yoshihashi. And oh my god, <laughs> they tore the house down. This was outstanding work. This is Yoshihashi's best match I have seen him in, in quite some time as a singles match. He's had some great tag matches, but he's been on fire. He's been man of the tournament so far, and he's just been like, had great matches with everybody he's wrestled with. But when it comes to Okada, he's his longest long term rival, even though they're in the same fraction. Fraction? Same faction. Uh, both being in chaos, they both bring the fire out in one another, and they went nuts for 16 minutes and 32 seconds. Yoshi Hashi's possibly a career performance from him, but he didn't get the win, and he was so close. He had 1,300 people believing that he could knock off Okada. Woof! It was just—it's just a matter of time before he gets one big win over Okada, and that gets him a step closer. But it wasn't close enough, and the boss keeps on moving forward relentlessly. Four matches, four wins. Oh, it's been a joy to watch. Sonada defeated Kato Kiyomiya in 19 minutes and 58 seconds. I'm not kidding you. This looked like it was going to be Kiyomiya's all the way up until the last five minutes when Sonada picked up the place. Kimia had Sonata in El Figure 4 leg lock for what felt like half an hour, but it was probably about four minutes or three minutes, and that kind of chewed up a lot of the match, but it meant they ended up going really close to the time limit, and Kimia and Sonata went back and forth. Um, great match from Kimia, though. I think he should have won personally, because that would have been things a bit more interesting in the long run to have a Noah guy challenging for the IWGP World's Heavyweight Championship, but... Who am I to say? But this was an absolute blast. Maybe, in my opinion, not quite as good as Kakada versus Yoshihashi. But Kiyomiya is a high watermark wrestler, and he dragged a match out of Sonata we haven't seen him have since he's been champion. So, really, much more impressed with Kiyomiya than, than it was Sonata. Not Sonata was bad, but it was, um, it was just abs absolutely awesome to watch. Now, I'm going to try New Japan W 1972 for today's results because it's not on cage match yet. 
Uh, is it on here? Yeah, Kuro can hold July 25th. Yes, it is. Uh, Will Ospreay defeated Great Okan. Yes. No, oh, that's yesterday's. It's not on there either. Let's try today. We'll have to remember. Oh, well. Here we go. Uh, Evil defeated Henry in a pre-heated match. Evil's doing well in this tournament. I don't know what his score is, but um, I'm going to have to go back and check, to be honest with you. Because I'll... Um, if I go back to the day before, so I can figure it out. Uh, Evil's... Um, Done well as far as results are concerned in this match, not necessarily as far as like you know interesting matches is concerned. Though they've been better than normal, I must admit. Where are we? That adds two points to him, and he's now on. Evil, evil, evil. There we go. That pulls him up to six points. So yeah, because he beat Henry today. Henry had another great match, another big eating hope kind of match, but it was still a great match nonetheless. <laughs> so yeah, it was well worth watching. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it, and uh, it was really good to see what was going on uh, in this particular match with these two. Again, it's kind of like, it's not as technical as I'd like to see it, so it's not really my thing, but yeah, it was fine. Uh, yeah, Alex Coughlin did take the win in this one, and it was pretty brutal. Goto's carrying a rib injury. I think it's a work rib injury, but a rib injury nonetheless, and that's what he's working around. And so Coughlin takes them in after kind of manhandling Goto. It was really, you know, really throwing him around. So that was that was intriguing to see for a start, yes, but because we've not seen that really. Um, and Goto putting a strong performance as a as an injured person. So it was good. I enjoyed it. Shingo Takagi versus Mikey Nichols was a horse fight. They hit each other really hard. And the match ended when Shingo just kind of landed on top of Mikey. And that was that really. It was a lot of back and forth of I can hit you harder than you hit me. Um, and then Shingo ran straight at Mikey and landed on him. And that was the end of that. That was all as I can say. It was a bit of an odd finish, really. Weird. But there you go. Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated Toriano with Hi-Fi Flow. Um, Toriano pulled a valiant effort. And they're still friends afterwards. That's the main thing. No need to falling out of your friend cheating. That was... <laughs> so, yes. Um... Taru and Hiroshi keep going with the Bebop tag team. Hopefully they'll be back for World Tag League. I hope they win it, because that would be amazing. We'll see. The next match was some serious business. It's Eddie Kingston and Tomohiro Ishii. Ishii was back against the wall time. He needed a win here, or he's out of the tournament. Eddie Kingston wanted to keep rolling on with the momentum he's got so far. And they had a match for the ages. Tomohiro Ishii has that new Revolution t-shirt. He's a... He's a member of the Tenru um, learning tree, as you probably know. He was originally part of Tenru Project. Um, and Kingston respects him so well, so much. And they just had an epic chop battle that was like 90% chops. So they went back and forth with it. And just so much fun to watch. Watching Eddie Kingston in this tournament, it's like watching a child play with a new toy. <laughs> He's so happy. I've not seen him happy, this happy in his wrestling in like the last 10 years. So it's just great to watch. Just great to see. And yeah, lovely. Really, really good. Tetsuya Nato versus Shane Hayes. Shane Hayes gets a win. Nato exploring some hubris. And not in a positive way. What happened here was NATO had said, Why is Shane Haste in this even in this tournament? He's a tag team wrestler, and he hasn't been a singles wrestler since his Noah days. 
or since the NXT days, and um, promptly lost <laughs> in a very no-toe-style way. Shane Hayes took a win with his finisher, clean as a whistle, middle of the ring, cannot complain about it. Very good. This, this is putting my NATO to win the G1 kind of thought process on hold, but that, that doesn't necessarily mean he isn't going to do it. So that was fun to watch and a really, really solid match. Shane Hayes was absolutely fantastic. Tama Tonga defeated David Finley for the Never Openweight Champion. You, see, you can see where this is going. Tama Tonga gets some heat back from the losses he took against David Finley, including the ch stretch job he did at Pro Wrestling Dontaku. He did get beat up after the bell as you'd expect from a Bullet Club kind of match against Tama Tonga. However, on the way through there, he looked dominant, he looked smooth, it was a great match, and yeah, I, I like watching these two wrestle. They should do it more often. Not everyone agrees with me, but I like watching these two wrestle. We'll see what happens, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's good. Nice match. And um, Tonga... You know, Dave Finley had to lose to somebody because he couldn't go through this undefeated, unfortunately for him. <laughs> I'm saying he possibly could still win C-Block. I'm saying he's probably most likely to win C-Block. It's possibly going to be Evil and Finley going through, going to, down to the final days, I would think. So, and Tama Tonga needed a win to keep stay alive, so that's kind of like moved everything forward to them. Jeff Cobb had never been Zack Sabre Jr. until today, and he finally managed to float one out with Tour of the Islands. But in the meantime, it was a wonderful display of defensive wrestling from Zack Sabre Jr. Um, and yeah, I it, you should go watch this match because it, it's it, just the crowd at Kirk and Hall. They're cooking at the moment. They just are. And they've been there for three days. It doesn't say what the attendance was today, but I'm guessing it was probably around 1,400 again. Um, yeah. Just going to be incredible. We've got one more day to go. That's tomorrow. Chase Owens versus Joe Terumino. Tai Chi versus Yoshihashi should be outstanding. Gabe Kidd versus Kato Kiyomiya. I'm intrigued by that much, but Gabe Kidd isn't as watchable at the moment because he's still ironing out that heel kind of thing. Tangaloa versus Great Okan should be a big man's match. Hikaloa versus Yotosuji should also be a very big man's match. Kenta versus El Fantasma will be intriguing with lots of heat, and I'm looking forward to that. Sonata versus Ren Narita. I'm looking forward to that one, definitely. And then main events, because it's Ricardo versus Los Rey. Oh, well, what can you do? Anyway, <laughs> um, that's enough from me for today. My name's James Troopany. Thank you very much for listening to me. Thank you very much for attending today at the Troopany Show. Um, well, today at the G1 Climax, this is night six and seven. I will be back tomorrow, because I will actually have a chance to watch this show and report on it straight afterwards, um, which is the one thing I will about G1 Climax being in summer. Back where it belongs, after a, well, last year it was in summer as well, but the, the year before, the couple of years before during COVID, where it was in the autumn, didn't like it much because of this. <laughs> I get to watch everything on time now. So thank you very much for listening today. I'll be back tomorrow. You can find me at Sheriff Lionstar on Twitter. You can find me at Sheriff Lionstar on TX, on TX on Instagram. Sheriff Lionstar on Mastodon. You can find the show Troopany Show on Twitter and on Instagram. And you can find us on Facebook, The Troopany Show, and on Patreon, where you can keep The Troopany Show free forever. For everyone, we'll be back tomorrow. Take care and speak to you soon. Bye. Mm -hmm.